There's a lot of there's a lot of awesome scoring happening. And recently, yeah, I guess Ludwig, man, he's just what, everywhere. What else right has now. he done? He has, there's a Mando, fucking Black Panther. Did he do ten- okay. Tenet? Well, fucking, you know, jumping ahead, we're yeah. gonna do, we're gonna talk about Tenet. We're gonna do Tenet. Um, I that was the one thing that I forgot to double check because I didn't realize who did the score and I didn't look it up. That fucking rules that it's that it's Ludwig. Oh man, because I'm rewatching Community again. And he, like, that's where he got his start. Like, so many fucking people right now. That <laughs> wow, was crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, he... I didn't know that. Um, I can't remember. They might have talked about it on the gallery where he was, like, friends with Donald... Donald Glover, like, recommended him, I think. Or... or it was... Really? Like, he, Donald Glover recommended him for something that he was, like, working on or was, like, consulting on or something. And, like... I don't know. He, he, because he did so well adapting to so many different styles on community that he kind of like, he's just, he's had a bunch of reps mm. and now at this point he kind of has a blank check to just kind of experiment with whatever. Oh man, the tenant score I liked. Okay. Interesting. It's so good, dude. It's so good. I've been I've been listening to it in the car. It's a good way to go like 90 say, without realizing it. The tenant score it. is also terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> It's like if you're on the freeway and you're yeah. just cruising to it, um, you can. It's yeah, a good it's way like, to find yeah, yourself. It's like the baby 90. driver soundtrack, um, where it's like, "Oh, this is great," and also, yeah. <laughs> um, I watched, uh, I watched it, and then watched the special features, and then watched it again. And they, he really incorporates Ludwig into the film. Like he's there on set every day, Interesting. almost. Or he's kind of there, and like doing writing as he's reading the script he reads the script before they even shoot which is not no, a lot of composers but this do. is such a but if you're like, i guess a... now i'm gonna go watch the special features but yeah yeah it's, well, we... it's worth it for sure <laughs> i feel like we're so it we should probably just dive right into tenant because we already have but uh um yeah uh, i for sure i'm now gonna watch the special features because that sounds fucking awesome and then um, I was about to say, I, I feel like that makes sense, I guess, because the tenants, all the, with all the palindrome stuff, like, why wouldn't you want a, um, why wouldn't you want to try and incorporate some backwards forwards kind of ideas into it, mm-hmm. but also trying to score that action, because I wouldn't be surprised if you play the music back certain, certain times, like, it's just Christopher Nolan talking about how much he loves Tokyo Drift, but... <laughs> it's like some like Led yeah, Zeppelin but instead satanic it's just shoot. Christopher Nolan um, giving like weird opinion <laughs> he apparently loves Tokyo Drift that's his that's yeah really he's super into MacGruber he's super <laughs> that's, that's into Tokyo Sean, Drift we a thousand we he's got weird taste me is we could get Christopher Nolan on the pod to pro- to like talk about like evolution with David Duchovny and be like oh okay <laughs> He's just like, I don't know, I just kind of like it. <laughs> like, oh, all right. 
he he just did an interview it's been like kind of viral where he's like just like fuck it you know he says that have you seen that clip on no, like instagram or, or something it's like him in a sit down like director's talk and he, it's kind of recent i think it's within the huh. last maybe two or three years and he's like yeah he's just yeah. like fuck it and that's just this movie it's just like i don't care if it doesn't make sense I, to you i'm gonna yeah. make it all right we're, we're fully in the tenant talk uh that's interesting, but like also, <clears throat> you got to keep in mind he's squarely one of the few filmmakers who can like truly say fuck it. Like there's a he's completely coming from like yeah a yeah. place of pr- yeah. yeah I can do whatever. He, oh, I, want. I gotta. I, well, in the script, it calls for a seven forty seven to crash into a building, uh, on the ground. Uh, I'm gonna do it and it's just like well if you tell me in a movie a 747 has to crash into a building i'm gonna say whoa let's be careful but then christopher nolan is still able to like pull it off like huh they talk about that's like a whole like five to seven minute segment just how they like figured out how to do that and shit it's, it's great fucking um, rules i'm gonna watch the special features later this it's week. just <laughs> I mean, I mean, well, because, like, you know, Mando, it's, like, with Robert Rodriguez playing with toy. It's, like, the same thing. It's just, it, filmmaking just is different versions of playing with toys oh, man, in the backyard. Yeah, so, did you watch, you watched it, the gallery on season two, which was just, like, the special? Yeah. The, the whole yeah. Robert Rodriguez segment, like, completely, I've, I've always kind of liked him because he's, like, I can't, like, put my finger on him because it's just, like, what the fuck? Like, he's, he's. He's all over he the does. place. He's all but over the like, place. Not long after watching the gallery, uh, Kelly and I watched We Can Be Heroes. <laughs> His, uh, which have you seen it? No, I totally forgot that that was a thing because I looked, I googled it, and it was another oh. like documentary or something. And I was like, oh, that's I, the I also Shark Boy. Just to just for the listeners, uh, when Sean said documentary, he did an air guitar. <laughs> like you went, uh, you know, it's another documentary. <laughs> I don't think he, I don't think I was conscious, but. <laughs> Oh fuck! It's been a minute since we've talked, and we're we're coming out in the gates strong. But the um, I know I, this has been so much great shit that's happened too uh, since we've yeah. Last it's a new casted. year. There was a coup, which we were both very for the. <laughs> I all right, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, entertainment uh, yeah, no, wise, I, obviously, I whatever. Uh, if you. My world's it's, on fire. I, in How fact, about yours? I don't but, really like uh, it. um, <laughs> it's not. I'm not yeah, bored. I can though, confidently I can say, say um, living through history every day is not boring at all, but it is exhausting. <laughs> like, but yes. It, but anyway, the, yes. the Robert Rodriguez um, thing. Watching We Can Be Heroes after seeing how he prevised the Boba Fett stuff, and he was like a late call-in. Where it's like, Robert Rodriguez can, like, do awesome shit in his sleep, basically. Like, you give him nothing. You give him, like, a guy in a cool yeah. suit uh, and, like, a couple stuntmen. It could probably be, like, two stuntmen and he'll make it look like 20. Like, he's, he, he's, yeah. I did, like, the, his brain is on another level. And then he'll make fucking We Can Be Heroes, which is just, it feel it has the energy of, it is written by, like, a 12-year-old, and, like, if he goes to his backyard and he previses with action figures and his kids in a Boba Fett helmet, and it's like, okay, he... Is he, like, the Jack Black? Yeah, and, like, he's making these... He's, he's doing the whole, like, 
he's making movies for himself and also making movies for his kids. But also you know? to like touch that like not touch, to like get to that like inner child part of your brain. Like there's yeah. we can be heroes like was almost good. it kind of like loses steam as it goes but like he could but but like for the at it's like when it was like actually working like kelly and i were like pretty engaged for the first half we were like is this good uh, and then but then the ending <laughs> spoiler alert it gets uh it, it has like a wet hot ending where it's basically just like yeah we're gonna bring out the pizzas everybody a big pizza party <laughs> Well, it's it's great because, like, he kind of was doing what they, like, Sin City and 300 were doing. Well, he did fucking Sin City, right? But he was doing it, it, like, Spy Kids and Sharkboy and Lava Girl was, like, the same year. Uh, Sharkboy and Lava Girl and Sin City were the same year, I think. It's, like, something like that where I'm like, or, or, like, Once Upon a Time in Mexico might have in 2003 because i was like looking at his imdb well i've i also yeah. got the 4k of alita and i've been wanting to like watch that again because that in theaters was one of the most pleasant surprises because <clears throat> it's like mm. it's it looks awesome but like i'll visually, throw it in a, uh, my voodoo or wh- whichever i'll throw it in whichever uh, account which i which i think you have so you so you can give it a give it a watch but like my friend bill and i saw yeah. that in imax 3d and like we were both like this is stupid but then by the end we were like when we drove home, we we're like, "Wait, was that good? Like that kind of fucking ruled." Uh, and it doesn't. It it it, he, it Dennis Reynolds just kind of ends too, which is like, anyway, yeah. If, uh, he he does really well with all levels of budgets, yeah. you know. Like he he kind of like Shark Boy and Lava Girl is the same conceptually as Sin City, but they are so drastically mm-hmm. different. Um. But like they could have been made in his yeah, garage. Exactly. One of them. He's yeah. You know. Oh, God. But then you watch Alita, and it's like oh, and this is what he. It's like oh, he's been working probably consistently under like fifty million, or that's probably kind of what he's around usually. I kind of want to see what he can yeah. do to Hundo, and then it's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, it's McGinty, McGinty and his yeah. cyberhounds. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, the, um, and then Mando, yeah. too. Um, that's, I guess, like, a smaller version of a $200 million But again, he budget, was called right? in, apparently, like, um, last minute. Super last minute. And if you're gonna do that with anybody, yeah. it's Robert Rodriguez. The dude, like, edited in camera his first yeah. movie, Yeah, and right? I never read like, the, his book, but I, I, I watched all three, because it, it's El Mariachi, um, Desperado, and Once Upon a Time in Mexico are all kind of like a trilogy and i watched those around college i think at some point and like they're f- fucking they're, they're all good like desperado probably is mm-hmm. the best out of the three but um where that's kind of his like evil dead evil dead 2 where it's like borderline a remake where it's mm-hmm. just kind of like okay got man, the money to actually do yeah. it yeah anyway he fucking rules yes yeah. but he, it's got that same energy it's yeah it's like he can do that on a smaller scale, obviously, Nolan's got the clout to do. I think this was his biggest original screenplay, too. Oh, I had, biggest this budget original probably screenplay. Probably was like two hundred and fifty, right? I think it was two hundred. Really? I'm, hmm. I'm gonna pull up. It's probably between that and two hundred and fifty. But either way, it's yeah. I mean, Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises were probably Dark Knight Rises highest, so. probably was more. Yeah, and then. 
I think Interstellar was like 160. Hmm. Which, yeah, I mean, he's doing, he's using models. I mean, that might be cheaper because you can use that model for everything, you know? Like, you yeah. build it once and that's it. And then you can film it. Um, they do it with yeah, Mando now, Yeah, I, I like that they, like, did that as, like, a... Well, we'll do it as, like, a one-off, but then they're like, oh, we actually kind of... Yeah. We can use this. Um, no, yeah, I, I, it's... Um, and then, yeah, I guess Nolan probably was just like, fuck it, I want to do it. I want to crash yeah, the 747. But, like, okay, so we haven't... Okay, budget was 205, yeah. Interesting. Uh, the USA gross was 57. Ooh, right. Um, but at least worldwide so far, it says <laughs> 363, and I'm sure this is... Which is probably a little bit of a loss, right? 50 to 100 well, I'm sure million, I think they said. Is, um, probably... Dude, yeah, so I'm it's sure like sold out everywhere. something like this for home release is gonna do gangbusters. But then, like Wonder Woman and some of the other stuff that's coming out are probably not going to. But let's we'll start Tenet. Yeah. Uh, we haven't actually talked about it, Sean. Yeah, what did you think of Tenet? Um, I liked it. Uh, also, your pause, by the way, I think it's because you might have something in your main window or something. Um, there we go. <laughs> Uh, it's probably, it might be his weakest okay. film, but the, the bar's pretty high, so it's, like, still enjoyable, I think, and I think it's, it's getting better with rewatches. I've watched it, like, two and a half times now, I guess, like, second, like, a full attentive rewatch, and then kind of, like, a half, yeah, like, cool not really paying yeah. attention. Um, uh... And even just like listening to it, the yeah. music is so good. I loved it. Um, the score is mm-hmm. probably my favorite part. Um, then, like the choreography and the fight scenes is really great. With that, um, it's I would fucking argue wild. with uh, with an exception, but continue. <laughs> Sorry, that's that's the one point where I'll jump yeah. in. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I, is it the part where it's like the close up of he's JDW doing, just kind of like he's doing Mac moves? <laughs> like he's he's basically going <laughs> yeah. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's that one shot. Um, but I think also in the replay, yes, it's better. Yeah. Like it full makes spoilers. more sense. Full spoilers. So it's it's yeah, full spoiler. So <laughs> and also Nolan kind of isn't great with staging action scenes. I don't think. I don't think his Batman the, fight sequences with the are exception that, of, great. I'd say the first Bane Batman fight is great. It's the Where it's dead silent. Yeah, in no score, and it's room. in the yeah, like in, in that his, is probably yeah. his best fight scene. But then when they fight at the end, I'm like, wait, what's happening? Like, and he breaks Bane's mask, and I always I say it every time, but all I want is yeah. Bane to go, my tubes, you've broken my tubes, because <laughs> that's the only way. That's how you beat Bane every time. You just gotta break his tubes. Like he needs strong the if yeah, that's how. I, in, in every Arkham Batman City, game, right? it's you just rip out his tubes. <laughs> like it, maybe Arkham Origins because he turns into like uh, a, a Mega Bane, but yeah, which is which that's is how right. Ended, which was weird. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I, it's, I guess it, it. I don't know if it was necessarily better than most of his action. It was just mm-hmm. more interesting, I guess. Um, 
which I, I always appreciate. He's, yeah. he's trying to bring something new to the table um, while also kind of building on what he's already done. His movies kind of have a progression, I think, yes. naturally, um, which is interesting. It's kind of it's kind of cool to see, like, oh, like, this, this feels like fucking The Dark Knight, and this feels like... Like you could, you, yes. you could tell. I, it's I going off the progression thing. I said I, I feel like Dunkirk might be his best movie because I think every other movie he's made has kind of led up to making Dunkirk. If that makes sense, like where mm-hmm. there's like aerial photography, which was Interstellar. There's practical special effects, which is all the Batman movies. There's huge, huge sequences with like hundreds of extras, which is The Dark Knight Rises. Like he had kind of picked and chose his way like to, to getting there which uh and i agree mm-hmm. i agree um with that on this like it, it, he is interesting where he kind of challenges himself one so he can kind of like yeah like how about the fucking extras in the opera scene in the opening like all of them like dead still like i was like that can't be like maybe yeah. far background He's is cut really out good because but... it's that it's the trailer it's the dunkirk trailer shot of the one guy turns his head and then someone else notices that he turned his head and then everybody it's it's those kind of mass crowd choreographed shots where it's like whenever when everyone gets knocked out and tenant in the opera house it's really weird but it's it's the the he's not good at when people get shot like across the board every time someone gets shot in a nolan movie it's we it's the inception they just kind of fall down or it's like i don't know it's it just like it's 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 like Maybe it's like realistic. I, I don't know. Like, I, it's not I, yeah, cinematic. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it could be one of those things. Right. Like, I, 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 I hope right. I'm not like. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Like, I know. It's so saying. when everyone just kind of no, gets like knocked out, then like the bad guys are all okay as they're like throwing masks. I'm like, okay, this is weird. But uh, it, it is. There is something weird about like that choreography where it's just like, oh, okay, all right. But yeah, I, I yeah, no, oh, it is. Yeah. I, there, there's something to that, especially with movies right now, where it's just like. I was constantly just like, what are you guys doing walking through an airport without a mask? <laughs> oh, dude, it's incredibly cringe. Like, just people sitting at a table together. I'm like, yeah. oh. it's happening more and more. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. yeah, no, it's it's bad. Uh, but, yeah, it, it's cool It's cool seeing him. It's almost like Pixar in a way. I feel like it's, you know, how Pixar kind of, like, brings a new element into each movie, and it kind of yes. carries on to each. Yeah. Like, the sweater sweater movie. technology, I think, was big um, in Soul. Oh, I forgot. We both watched Soul. Which probably, and the fur. Dude, so, is, that's so much content. Uh, the holidays yeah. were, like, the summer, basically. Yeah. Um, which I would probably say Soul was probably one of my I favorites. really liked it. Sound of Metal. Sound of Metal was oh, really okay. good, too. We watched that the other night. Um... It's uh, the guy who wrote Place Beyond the Pines and Riz Ahmed is in oh, it. Oh, uh, I've seen One. like a it's couple, drummer. like, I've mostly seen like pictures of that movie, but I'm like, I don't know what that is. Like, I didn't realize that was out. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, it's really good. It's kind of depressing. Yeah, sad, it looks intense. It's, it's, it's a good, like, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's uh, it's been a crazy couple weeks with in terms of releases and nothing else at all. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, I fucking feel that. Oof. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I yeah, what did you think? I was pleasantly surprised because I went in expecting to not like it based off of what a lot of people said, but it, I was constantly pleasantly surprised. Like it, I think for I I went in with lower expectations um 
and I went in watching it in the comfort, like not more removed from when it was like gonna still get released in theaters and stuff. Like I'm glad I didn't see this in theaters, but at the same time, it would have fucking been cool. Uh, but um, yeah. I was pleasantly surprised because it was just it was not what I expected. Like I, uh, uh, it was I I kind of went in expecting like a cool action movie where there's like goofy shit throughout, uh, which is basically what I got and it did the action movie thing that I want which it was usually what I'm looking for which is show me things I've never seen before and this did this multiple times like I went oh cool like, yeah a ton because I was just like oh cool um but uh um I agree it I was like oh like uh I think he used the same location with the windmills um as Dunkirk he wanted to show them this time because he that was like the, one of the big CGI things was taking them out of the background. That, um, well, I think you were telling Dunkirk. me, and I, I I remember seeing something about this, like the amount of CG shots in this, or, mo- or shots that were like really enhanced with CG, was like in the double digits or something, like fucking insane for for Tenet. <laughs> I, I I would believe it. I have no idea if that's real, but I remember someone told me. I thought you told me that, or I saw an interview or something. I don't know if I I don't I have never heard that, but I would totally believe it if someone told me that. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you're not gonna CG a 747 crashing into a fucking building, then what are you gonna CG in this movie? Exactly. Um, <laughs> wait, here we go. How many VFX? Other than shots? like, there's only three. Oh, I know. Three hundred VFX shots. He said it's lower than most romantic comedies. I do. I remember seeing that quote. That's fucking crazy i remember seeing that quote that's crazy <laughs> that is fucking i mean driving shots alone in a rom-com are probably more cgi shots yeah sorry cooper just cooper just woke up and ate some chips off the ground um ah! i gave him a, a chew to like a chew to chew on and i think he just ate all of it so that's great <sighs> anyway uh, that's awesome. we'll see how he is uh, um I didn't want to leave him alone downstairs. Uh, he's been he's been alone a lot in like the last like two days. So, oh, uh, oh. been running errands and stuff like. But I don't want to yeah. be like, too cooped up. No, no coopy. Anyway, the the fact that there was like I went into this wanting to watch something to like comparable to like a Fury Road, where it was like this is gonna be a cool action movie with some cool stuff I've never seen with CGI or no uh, sci-fi nonsense bullshit uh, that's mostly practical and like in camera stuff. Um, and that was exactly what I got. What I didn't expect, yeah. uh, I didn't, I, I was confused a little bit more near the end, but I just need to watch it a second time. Uh, I didn't expect it to be as, like, straight-faced campy, uh, as it was. It, this, this fits squarely into a, a genre I love that I like to call video game movies not based on a video game. This fucking mm-hmm. thing is there's times where it's just borderline metal gear solid like uh and there was so much video game rules and just silliness where i was just like but i was like blown away where i was just like okay so let's all right i i genuinely didn't know how you were gonna feel about this movie i was actually curious i didn't know how you were gonna feel either because so many people didn't really like it and like i who who, who knows i don't know but the um there, there were so many, like, awesome things that were, like... Can I, I just want to talk about, like, the goofy... Cooper, come on. The, the goofy, dumb stuff. Uh, 
the plot at the end is that Kenneth Branagh needs to assemble the nine, like, math boxes to create, like, a... It's basically <laughs> Ken Branagh needs to get the nine chaos gems so that he can, like, reverse entropy. Uh, but he builds, like, an engine that will, like, reverse the, the flow of the world. Um which is like cr- where like every everything will go back right eventually it will reverse entropy of everything and from uh, entropy is like heat so it's like if you reverse it en- there's a awesome isaac asimov story called the last question which is when will entropy entropy be reversed uh and it goes into like the hyper 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 future uh and it's just different beings asking the same question at different periods in time <sighs> And every time the response is some variation of uh, there is insufficient data for a meaningful response uh, until like the until entropy is eventually reversed, and that is just the heat death of the universe, which is what en- the reverse of entropy is. So it's basically Whoa. once it's it's the uh, either when the universe stops expanding or contracting. I think I can't remember, but it, it it's like inevitable, but yeah um so it's like oh shit. yeah it's it's kind of fucking cool but i just love that it was ken Brownog had to assemble like the nine gems basically to like put it together to go into like every set piece is basically set up like a puzzle in like an action like puzzle game where there's like a time bending element where you go backwards and forwards through it where you would do like a a, a, a time inversion pincer maneuver like that would be every mission of the video game that's this where you go yeah. through a little door that a turnstile that like spits you out and then you're in reverse time and the characters it's pretty cool the characters use it more and more clever like it's port like robert pattinson's basically like a guy who like if you ever played portal 2 co-op like robert pattinson's beat it once but like a couple years ago so he's like okay i kind of remember how, how this goes <laughs> like it's it's all that stuff where it's like oh i didn't expect this to be that video gamey even when they fight the first like when john david washington when the protagonist fights the first time inverted enemy and he like comes flying out of the room it's like when you fight a new bigger like like that's when you fight like the crazy like hard enemy in like a video game like it's like that's their first Mm -hmm. encounter with him and that that sequence to me was very metal gear solid where it's just like like here's a crazy fucking backwards fight that you have to have and i don't know i the the video gameness of it the the stupid assembling the gems and then there was some self-serious campy bullshit i would call it that where there's one point where one of the characters was just like yeah and it turned out he was in the right place at, at exactly the right time john david washington goes the collapse of the Soviet Union, and that was the funniest thing I had ever fucking heard. <laughs> like, right? Ken- Kenneth Branagh doing Russian shit too. Like, come on, man. He, he was scary, but at the same time, I I believed it. I believed it. Yeah, Kenneth Branagh's simultaneously oh, Cooper is right on mic. I apologize. Ken- I can see it. I love oh, it. he's putting his paw on me. Kenneth Branagh is simultaneously always good and always, like, horrible. Like, <laughs> I, I can't get my finger on that guy's pulse where I'm just like, it's great. Yeah. Oh, fucking directed Thor, like, what? He, did, he just directed Artemis Fowl. Like, That's right. Which was, a, which was all, by a all accounts. A complete disaster, right? Yeah, because they, Artemis Fowl books I never read, but he's like a supervillain kid. 
and then the movies like they took it to like test audiences and people were like well we don't like this so like artemis fowl the movie is a lot of like b-roll of this kid doing like windsurfing and like skateboarding through a forest and like uh adr over top of it it's fucking crazy it is whoa yeah, it's bad i i watched it in like five sittings because i was like doing other things i was like i, was like, I guess i gotta judy dench is oh, gonna man. show up as a leprechaun i, I need that <laughs> oh man um yeah no he he was good uh elizabeth Dubicki. she's seven foot two john david washington is four foot three <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like i knew she's tall but i was like how short is john david washington yes, like let's that's be real, the real question. i was like i i know i know she's like six three she, in real she life is, which is crazy and i it's also awesome that they didn't do anything to like no they, and they the costume designer was like i'm gonna accentuate her height and give her clothes that make her look taller honestly yeah, and that's what they did she's i was so, like fuck yeah she's slender as fuck too so she's just like yeah she's just like long but john david washington also is like he he's every scene with him i was like also in those scenes i'm like wait is he like big or is he just kind of like because he's in like polos and he's like polos yeah. and like khakis which crack me up yeah and i was just like is they, he big? I, they talk about that too they are like they they wanted and i think there's like an interesting kind of like passiveness with his character 100 um yeah and he kind of has like um i kind of compared it to ryan gosling but it's not as intense i guess yeah like Mac. um it's a little more cool. <laughs> he can only match, only he can match my intensity. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. It kind of has like that. Like he has that quiet confidence. Um, yeah. You know, and I I thought it was a an interesting way to portray it. He never really gets like super intense. No, I, I um, he was constantly likable. He had a Jason Momoa ness about him too, where it's just like mm-hmm. he just seemed to genuinely be like, okay, yeah, all right. Cool, I gotta go I gotta go on this gotta save the world. Gotta go on this water world boat with Ken Ronog and his gigantic <laughs> super tall wife. Okay, I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's he I liked him. Pattinson's great. I cannot fucking wait for Batman. Yeah. Pattinson um, was really he's he's just like super likable, super charismatic. Also, I was just like waiting for him to turn into a bad guy. He's not a bad guy. Same. I had a lot of theories about Pattinson throughout that I don't think any panned out. Uh, I thought he was going to turn out to be the bad guy at the end. Uh, there were a couple other people who I thought were also going to make that heel turn, but I, I'm glad that no one did because it's like, I don't want to. This was. It didn't need it. And the plot really is like simple enough where it's like a well, special agent teams up with a, a old friend to take down a arms dealer from assembling a super weapon and helping his wife. Like that's kind of the, he also has like a dead man switch too, right? Like if he gets killed, all the nukes go off or they get sent back and go off. Right. That was in the last chunk of it. And that's when I started, that's when I started getting confused. Uh, yeah, I was like, maybe that's what they think it is, and it ends up not being yeah, that. Yeah, because then there were a couple things at the right. end that I was confused about, but I, uh, yeah, but but um, Pattinson though, I thought he was gonna be bad, and then I was thinking that it was gonna be revealed that he was Max, the Ken Brownog's son, and Elizabeth mm-hmm. De- and Elizabeth Debicki's kid, which he still might have. I don't know. 
Yeah, they never explicitly say. And then I was... It's. It, I don't think it's... It's not out of the question. Yeah, and then I was thinking, and I thought this even for a day or two after I saw the movie, and then you can laugh at me for this, but I was like, maybe he's Michael Caine. Maybe Michael Caine is old him. And then I was like, wait, no. It took me like two days to realize. I was like, nah, that's... That squarely is not... Um, Oh, Michael Caine! Great to see him. It was, and I was also just like, "Oh, he's he's old." It felt he got old. It felt he got old. Very uh, send off for Michael Caine. Yeah, too, where he literally was Sir Michael. He just got to sit in a nice little suit. He didn't even have to make any omelets, dude. <laughs> you know who? You know who was on omelet duty for this movie? I got three words for you, buddy: Aaron Taylor Johnson. Taylor Johnson. <laughs> And you know how uh, it took me like a like a solid scene or two to realize it was him. I really I recognized him. I was just like, wait, what is that? Yeah, it took me like a sec. I I realized it was him just because he's he's not kick ass. Like he's squarely not been kick ass no. for a while. But it's I'm also just like it's been ten years. Is he huge now. Like I I couldn't I couldn't tell that. He uh, yeah, and that's that's like kind of like what Nolan can do. He can put leads in small roles, and you're like, wait, what? That's fucking kick ass. Like, yeah, just like his omelets. You're like that's shit, yeah. Um, <laughs> but then also at the very end, I thought he was gonna suddenly be the bad guy, and I was just like, oh, yeah. Well, they only got to battle Aaron Taylor Johnson for the fucking entropy engine. I like that they didn't do any of that. He's just like, no, this is about the plot. Yeah. You know, like, this is about fucking cool shit. And it. I told Tom and Chris, friends of the pod, Tom was on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, this feels like it reeks of just, like, Nolan locking himself in a log cabin and writing this in, like, a month. And just doing a ton of research on that shit. And just being, like, it, it kind of has that, like, Howard Hughes. <laughs> oh, this is, like, long fingers kind of, like... At magnum opus kind of shit. Yes, this is this is pretty. There's a lot of stuff in this that is like pretty insane. But like again, like the the elements of the story themselves are pretty straightforward. It's like it it's yeah. a lot of the stuff near the end where I, I'm. It's also a movie where I'm confident everything makes sense. I just like was getting tired and was like, like it was just yeah, simply it's, that. It's hard, especially yeah. at the end, because you're like, all right, now they're they keep like fucking going in and like it's like wait uh, i was like pattinson's going back but also going you know like he's at a harder puzzle because he's at a point in the game where you now have to kind of use all of your skills that you've learned uh uh to shoot a portal that like you do one where it drops you and then you you shoot out of it but it doesn't arc you far enough so you have to land and you have to shoot a portal underneath so you just you kind of you fibonacci your way out kind of um, you have to hit your terminal velocity, but uh, uh, yeah, the because there's stuff in the final battle. I was just talking a little bit out of direction from the mic. Um, there's talk in the there's stuff in the final battle where it's like these characters are moving in forward time, and these characters are moving backwards in time. But then the battle itself is backwards and forwards to the point where I'm just like. Wait, what? It's cool. It's really fucking cool because I'm just like they. Sh- I think they shot it four ways to fuck to throw it to throw people off because it's the and I think that's the point. It's because it's yeah. 
now when you have this technology and it's pushing against it's, I liked their description because uh, Kelly and I were talking about while we were watching it because uh, it, it's the are they in another world is when they get reversed it does everything become reversed or is it that like um, is it like a time machine does everything flow backwards or just them and it's only the things that get uh, inverted are doing it and it's pushing again it's it they i liked when they explained that it's pushing against the flow of time so that like those things are more destructive i was like that's cool and there's something to that that's like scary uh but just the idea of like two armies using this at the same time against each other because it is you're i guess it is like four ways it's just you can't even like make sense of it but there's also all this like predestined shit happening and uh. <laughs> yeah it's cool it's 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 fucking wild it's like they're they're in the beginning like the, the beginning of the siege like they're already they've already done it and they're like getting debriefed right now and i'm like whoa yeah like <laughs> yeah and they're like all those, um, all those like things over there that's just full of our inverted people and it's it's like <laughs> that's fucking cool it's it's wild but um, it also feels completely inconsequential which is like well, that's the other thing I was bringing up too. And like, they and like kind of it, the academy kind of recognizes Christopher Nolan in the same way as like a Michael Bay, um, in terms of like what they nominate him for. Um, and I'm almost like, does he does he go too far to the point where it turns into a dumb like turn your brain off movie where you're like, this is too much to the point where I'm just like, uh, I'm gonna treat this like an action movie, like a Transformers. Um, and does this movie do that? I'm. I treated this as a turn your brain off action movie because I don't think there's a lot. The Inception has more that it's about about. I think there's interesting ideas in this, but there's nothing emotionally or conceptually too deep. Like this isn't. Yeah. This is artful at times. It's artful in its execution of action and set pieces and like showing you things and, and things like that. But I would technical, I wouldn't, I would, <laughs> this is how I was going to say it. Uh, I would say this is closer to like a face off than like a transformers. <laughs> it's turn your brain off, but there's like, yeah, it is turn your brain off, but it's done by someone who knows how to do all of this. Like the, y- y- you know yeah. what I mean? Transformers is turn your brain off. Who gives a fuck? Like Michael Bay didn't give a fuck after a certain point. And that point is yeah. probably after the first. Nah, the f- second. The second one, I, he might have cared too much. Third one, I think it was after the third one. But, um. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I, this is, I treated this as a, like, because you were saying this might be your least favorite Nolan. And I would maybe put this above Interstellar for me. Because, like, Interstellar. I, maybe I need to rewatch, but like Tenet, I'm like, I want to watch this. Like I bought it when people were talking about how much they hated it. I was just like, fuck, should I have done this? Um, but then I watched it and I was like, no, I'm going to watch this again, which I am. Yeah. No, I fully am uh, okay with buying it for sure. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, actually it serves better to be bought because you can actually digest it more. Um, yeah. You're doing yourself a disservice by renting it. I think. Yeah. Um, I, I think in terms of rewatchability, like I, I, I would probably even put this but maybe above like Dark Knight Rises, but then Dark Knight Rises yeah. has emotion like Dark Knight Rises has more 
emotion like emotionality uh well yeah you also have like a character that's been through two movies as well yeah Um, but there's the you know cooper's growling he might start barking um there coop there's he probably doesn't like i'm in uh the upstairs guest room um because he's been downstairs a lot and he's been barking a lot today downstairs so i just wanted to take him somewhere different and not leave him alone um so we'll see how that goes he's just growling the cat might be outside too they haven't they have still not met yet but the um uh uh dark knight rises though is like we've talked about this before where it's like it's not the best movie but it is emotion like i get caught up in that if i ever catch it on like tnt or something and i hate watching Mm -hmm. stuff on tv anyway but the uh I don't know. I, I don't know where this lands. Like I, I'm not crazy about Interstellar. Interstellar is not one that I like want to rewatch all the time. But this is something I I'd probably throw on more than Interstellar. I don't know. I also like feel like I can cherry pick and watch sequences in this more than Interstellar. This um, is a movie that is a hundred percent like I didn't give a shit about any of those conversations that were happening. I was just trying to follow it. No. Rewatching it, those are gonna get more and more superfluous. Like after, by the yeah. by like the second watch I'm gonna be like, I don't know. I just yeah. kinda wanna watch. No, that well and that's why I don't know if it's his strongest film is because I think it's like really cool action scene set up for the next thing. Like how do we get Yeah. It kinda has the scenes in an order. This is a video game uh, syndrome. <laughs> Yeah, it it definitely has the scenes in an order kind of, but it does pay off I think enough in the end to where it's yeah. it it doesn't suffer from that as much as most movies do. Yeah, but yeah, uh, it's fucking a wild movie. No, it is, and I saw something, and it's it's pure cinema, like it's it's yes, it pure action cinema. Yeah, the I saw something today too that was talking about like how. Someone had, like, it was like an article, I think, on Polygon where they were talking about how it's a sequel to itself while the ending is a little messy, but it's because the ending, or no, it's the movie's a little messy, but it's it's so that the ending can work because the ending is basically saying it's like there is a sequel to this that is just happened completely off screen that where it's like the protagonist is controlling, like making all these things happen behind the scenes, but it's a future version of him who we're never going to meet or see. And it's like telling Pattinson to go back and all of that. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like their friendship, all that stuff. Um, uh, but then they were, they also pointed something out where it's like, if you watch it, it, like the reason, like there's more things that make sense. And I, I would have loved to figure this out by watching it, but they were talking about how he's cooped up in the windmill in the beginning not only because it's like, well, he's got a train and like he's quote unquote dead, but also because the whole time the windmill, he's in the windmill is the last chunk of the movie, like the final battle and stuff. Like he's, it's because oh, of the reverse, yeah. like the flowing through time and stuff. It's just kind of like, oh, oh, okay. Like that's, I, I think, but it's also, there's things like that where I'm just like, wait, what? That's fucking cool. Like, I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah. They got a sideline him because that's how the inversion works. I also... Wait, real quick. Can I say one thing I wanted to see? And I would have loved to see Ken Branagh. This happened to Ken Branagh. Uh, I've been calling him Ken Branagh since I watched it. And it's really, it really brings me joy. Um, the... Uh, uh, they mention if you touch yourself after you're inverted or make contact with it, I, like you, it would be catastrophic. And I really wanted to see someone get time copped because I know that happens at yeah. the time cop. 
Yeah, I kind of was hoping for that because it's like if your atoms are physically touching or something, because yeah. like they obviously fight and they're wearing clothes, so like that's not a problem. Right. But uh, I was like, oh shit, because he because he hits him with the gun right in his arm. He's got like the burn on his arm. Yeah. Oh wait, another video game right. thing. If you get burned yeah. while inverted, you get covered in ice <laughs> crystals. I was like, shut the fuck up. So this is good. so awesome. Like. Heat's reversed, yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. It was like heat's reversed. You're the first person to like have hypothermia from a heat yeah. from an explosion. It's all like uh, awesome. again, I wanna play like this could easily be an indie like side scrolling shooter where there's like stealth elements where it's like you have to go extract something and like there's games mm-hmm. like this where there's like time bending elements, but they I don't know. Going through the turnstile. I wonder yeah. I wonder if Nolan plays video games he probably i hope it's like i don't know something stupid i can't even think of like a good stupid video game example but i don't know um yeah no it's 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 really fun i i i was like okay when the when i first watched it i was like i don't know how i feel about this but then i when i rewatched it i was like this is definitely one of his more entertaining rewatch value wise Mm -hmm. Um, Interstellar, I haven't rewatched in probably since it came out. Yeah, maybe Interstellar maybe a year after. Inter- Interstellar, I have the Blu-ray of, and I'm that's one of the ones where I'm like, like why? I feel like obligated. it's draining, dude. It's so draining, D- like emotionally. Dunkirk is rough, and I think I have the 4K of that, but that to me is like that's just a good fucking movie. Like I don't like a war movie that's not about the spectacle of war, and it's more just like. You know, like the despair, I guess, of it, but like, yeah, like the hopelessness and and like just fucking, literally, just sitting there waiting to die. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think that that is that is, I think his that's probably still his best movie in my opinion. But um, yeah, I don't know. I, I I liked this, and I think it just didn't have some of the emotionality that like Inception has, or some of his other movies. Yeah. Where there, there wasn't, like, I didn't really... That's okay, though. It's not really about that. Yeah. I, I think the catharsis, the Elizabeth Debicki stuff with Ken Branagh was, like, where the catharsis was trying to come in, but I didn't even really understand all of that. Although I loved well, their, their yeah. final scene where she was slowly setting up, making the floor all slippery and all that. I was like, that fucking was great. But yeah, I didn't understand how he died and she killed him at that point but i was like wait did she go back in time and kill him but wouldn't that have already happened like i was confused by that well like i i guess the whole movie is a loop right because she sees herself jumping off the boat or she talks about seeing herself jumping off the boat yeah but he was like oh yeah he's she he was still alive yeah in most of those so, did, so i guess they broke the loop yeah I, I was yeah maybe that was it that's like how it ends is like that that's the catalyst yeah right yeah because he's the he's kind of like the problem like he's the switch i guess yeah i don't know I don't fuck know. dude i gotta watch this shit again yeah i, I gotta at, at some point but uh because he's kind of like the MacGuffin in a way I don't know. Ken Branagh and his nine time gems. <laughs> his nine time <laughs> engine parts. 
Gah! He kicks her. He's like, ah! Yeah, I, don't know, I thought that, that was, was funny. scary though. Uh, well, <laughs> it was it was funny in the sense that like the, I don't know the face he made. Yeah, it, it was kind of goofy. This is Ken Brownog ham. That's that's what it it's is. just very ru- Russian like. <laughs> like bad Russian shit. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, fuck, he is. <laughs> it was obviously horrible what he was doing, yeah. but the 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 choice is, was interesting. I'll say that's that. him every time. <laughs> Kenneth Branagh. It's horrible what he's doing, but the choice was interesting. At least I'll say that. Uh, that's yeah. That that's a good way to describe I it. I do. Um, I love him he's great. Um, Dutch angle is horrible, but the choice was interesting. <laughs> Oh, fuck. Uh, the other thing I wanted to say about Tenet, this is a more thematic thing. This is one of my last kind of, mm-hmm. like, things on it, because I like that we both liked it. I, I Yeah. Um, because there was a lot, like, I don't know. I, I didn't go in expecting much from it, and I got more than I expected. I wasn't... A lot of good lines. I liked the whole, like, oh, at least they give you ten seconds, right? When the when the like the air switches out in the, <laughs> and he's like, "How you said ten seconds, right?" Like that whole bit. Yeah, that was like a great <laughs> sequence. The all of the car, I like the car stuff, and when he goes when he gets inverted for the first yeah. time, like that is like yeah, wild. The music and like the soundscape is like whole with shit. The color through the glass and like that was one of those times where I'm like leaning forward where I'm just like. Wait, what? Like, that that was some cool, like... I think if this movie has you, it, it has you, like, kind, kind of thing. Where mm-hmm. it's like, yeah. It explains enough. I like the inverted air, all that shit. Like, you need to have your own air. That was a cool... Well, it was, that was cool, but it was also just like... <laughs> I think all the things, the selective things that were inverted... Yes. ...were really funny. Because, like, well, well, then what does yeah. sunlight do to you? Like... <laughs> Yeah, and that's expl- true. Like, you know what I mean? Like, is it just yeah? Is it cold as fuck? Like, does it just like? Is it just? But a if you heat put on it vacuum? But if you put on a jacket, does it make you colder? Like, what? Where's the? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. Where does the line get drawn? Well, because I mean, let's be re- let's be fair. There's there's literally a line from the person explaining Basil Exposition saying, say, "Don't but, fucking." Yeah. Basil. don't don't worry about the details like are you kidding me that was like it's literally just have fun like yeah that was, kelly had that reaction while we were watching i was she was like wait so it does this and then they're like don't try and think about it she was like but i am trying to i was like but the movie's saying not to so just don't we gotta just go with it oh fuck for that's a very surprising thing for christopher nolan to do actually um yeah because then it's I think he also gets it. <laughs> it just invalidates the rest of the movie, kind well, of. Yeah, like this is this is an action movie with gives, a gimmick. It's a gimmicky action movie, yeah. and that's fine. It's a very very good one that like didn't yeah. have to go this hard. Like that's it's super fucking elevated gimmicky action movie. You're right. That's all it is. It's it fucking. It is. It's like it's like fucking. What's it about time with Justin Timberlake? But like <laughs> way better. I don't. You know, know it's a gimmicky action movie face off <laughs> like <I'm> just... <laughs> yes <laughs> keep going. i don't know why i keep going back to face i forgot about that and there's also a fucking airplane helicopter chase in minute 10 <laughs> it's great feel, um, wait, they also real quick though because we're just thinking about face off we were flipping around for movies like a couple nights ago i think we landed on the nice guys because uh, we, we went on a, a i watched that recently too it's dude a, it's a pretty good movie 
solid. I, I, I like it. Uh, we went on a little bit of a Shane Black kick, but uh, we watched Kiss Kiss Bang Bang in that. But um, we'll we'll definitely watch his Predator next. Uh, <laughs> fucking one of the worst movies ever. But um, uh, Kelly was like, "Wait, what's Face Off?" And I was like, "Oh shit." Okay, so she was like, "John Travolta and Nick Cage." I was like, "Here's the thing." <laughs> like, <laughs> we haven't watched it yet, but it gets I, even better. It gets even better. It is fucking crazy. I, I got really excited, and that that's that's in my back pocket because we that um, is like sequel doctor. Like we're gonna we're gonna have John Travolta and Nick Cage play each other without knowing each other or meeting each other on set or doing it. It's in what? the movie. Oh, holy shit! I didn't know that's it. I didn't know that's <laughs> apparently they apparently they started shooting each other's scenes before they started shooting the scenes together. So like they didn't know how to really. <laughs> act and gotta say they both did pretty good that's fucking amazing also we watched the gremlins movies kelly's never seen them and we we largely watched gremlins 2 so that we could watch the hollywood sequel doctor it's, it, it's almost worth it just to do it for the sequel doctor oh fuck it is and then of course we followed it up with one of the best keen feels which is the uh, insult comic <laughs> i almost like Oh, fuck. Anyway. Um, sorry, that was a tangent. But uh, uh, the, the last thing I wanted to say about Tenet, because I was thinking about this as well, where it's like, well, what was like the point of all of this? Because it didn't seem like there was. And I feel like it could almost... One of the I, I was thinking about this, where it's like selling inverted arms is what they're trying to stop effectively. Like, it kind of gets more than that. But I think this is... like I feel like the point of this movie was also just like, if you buy an inverted weapon, you, like, you don't go and, like, shoot somebody with it. Like, you already have, kind of? Like, you're buying a preordained, like, uh, attack. Like, if... You're, 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 you're signing your death certificate, in a way, I guess. Yeah, you're making, you're making sure that <clears throat> the gun inevitably kind of goes off, but that's kind of, like, guns mm-hmm. in general. I feel like that's maybe one of interesting that, I, I was thinking about that this morning and i like that was like i was like oh i kind of have a, a take interesting but like I, I feel like maybe that was one of the thematic things because it's like every i don't know all the times where people get shot like all like just the way like the weapons work and all of this like that seems to kind of yeah. tie in and, feel like that's i mean that's actually it's interesting you say that because that's mainly my argument against getting a gun for protection is i'm worried that it's gonna go off and i don't know when that or where that will happen yeah you know what i mean it's like why would i just why would i bring that into my life exactly exactly you know um so that's an interesting take i like yeah i don't know that was uh me me just trying to oh think about i mean yeah i mean the villain is an arms dealer, so yeah, I, that's clearly saying something. Yeah, I, I think there's something tangled up in that because I I also always theorized Nolan probably has a, a a thing against like I would hope he has some sort of anti-gun stance. Um, if I was, oh yeah, after making Batman, yeah. I would you would think yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, but anyway, I don't know. Um. Any other thoughts on Tenet? Because Tenet fucking was cool. It's a cool movie. Check it out. Uh, yeah, I guess if you... Yeah, it, it, that is an interesting... Because everyone always approaches Nolan with, like, this elevated sense of, like, you gotta, you gotta like, read his films and you gotta, like, you watch him a bunch. And um, 
I mean, yeah, he made three Batman movies. So Inception, uh, at the end of the day, is a fucking cool action movie. When people, it's a James Bond movie. They're all like, and this too is like, it's James Bond, but him doing yeah. it, and like he's gonna put his own fun little memento twist on yep. it. The um, um uh, uh, he always has, and Inception. I feel like I remember when that came out because it was right around when we were in college, and it was like people were just like, yeah, I didn't really, I saw it, I didn't really like it. I was like, have you seen it? again <laughs> they're like no and i'd be like well you should watch it again they're like but it's bad and i'm like watch it again because if you strip they're like it's it's like oh it's all trying to be all artsy and i'm just like watch it as a there's a fucking snow fortress battle at the la- at the end it's a yeah where tom hardy is fighting people on skis and like hummers with like treads and stuff it fucking rules like yeah. while that's happening two other action scenes are ha- like joseph gordon levitt's tumbling through gravity it's like yeah whatever he, I, I, he yeah there's a lot of anime inspiration with him too yeah. um the the hallway scene isn't that like a direct uh reference to an anime show or a movie. I, don't, I don't remember um I'll, I'll find it it's on something i follow yeah. um no it, yeah it's Oh, it is. Per- it like is. It's like an. It's. Blue, it's. It's. Maybe. There's a. Yeah. I. I, I. I know what you're talking about. There. There's a. There is an anime. I think it's Perfect Blue or something, where there's like a classic anime that's like about dreams and stuff. And I think he pulled a lot, um, kind of, kind of from that as well as like a few others. It, it's something. Something along those lines. Um, mm-hmm. Uh. But yeah, I think for what it's worth, it's fucking super entertaining a lot of great action scenes you can go back and rewatch and cherry pick yeah um i'd say also super innovative the special features are worth it too um i need to check those they did hoyt van hoytemer shot it again he did interstellar and dunkirk and uh he's he's almost more of an engineer first than a dp Hmm. like he builds cameras too so he'll like build all these crazy ass rigs for nolan to like fucking put an imax camera in a car you know um because like there are like the scene there are most of the scenes inside the cars are on imax film um it's like full-blown imax so (laughs) like they're getting really good at using imax for as much as possible um Which I'd say I'd say that most of this movie was IMAX footage, and then they yep. said they used sixty five for everything else, so it's basically IMAX. Yeah, the, um, the times where it um uh, uh switched aspect ratios, I was like kind of surprised because there, it's it's like every like every Nolan movie, it's every single establishing shot shot is um uh, is IMAX. IMAX, but then there's other times where it was like I was a little surprised when it was just like oh we're it was a couple, there was it was fewer times where it was like um shot reverse shot like in the same scene they would kind of switch back and forth you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah. and there I, I i would be like wait there's a that's full that's full uh, full frame fucking imax in a fucking car yeah <laughs> like and there's three characters in the car and like one camera it's it's nuts i was like holy I, shit it's you got to watch this special i didn't think like, about they, that because the, i, yeah. I noticed less when it was an imax shot and more when it wasn't like, yeah, you know what I mean. I I agree. Yeah, because dude, IMAX footage looks so fucking good. This dude. on 4K on my TV, I was like, fuck. I was like, because yeah. there's times where I feel like my TV doesn't look great, but I probably am just streaming stuff more so. Uh, and then I was like watching this, and I was like, no, I 
Because, like, I spent a lot of fucking money on this TV a couple years ago. But now I'm like, but this was one of the times. It was this, and Kelly and I watched an episode of Our Planet on Netflix. And these were the times where I was like, oh, wait, no, this is a very good TV. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, there's there's a couple. Yeah, I, like, fucking, this and Mission Impossible are probably, like, the gold standard for IMAX and how to fucking use those cameras. and The the, the helicopter shit, the helicopter sequence in Fallout. Insane. Insane. Chef's kiss. And, like, that's also not even the craziest stunt he does. Like, <laughs> uh, I feel like it is. I don't know. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I would argue that did, that like, one is probably screws. more crazy than jumping out of a fucking plane. Yeah. Well, the Halo jump is. Yeah, that's pretty fucking crazy. The Halo jump, I think they did a lot of hype for, but because of how they had to film it and the. The, um, the CG. The CG and all that, yeah. is the thing that hurts that, but. And then, like, him going through the storm makes it, like, really weird, where it's just like, oh, well, no one believes that this is real now, but, uh, mm-hmm. okay. Uh, mm-hmm. But still, I mean, the shot of him jumping out of the plane doing the pose is like, I mean, that's, that's, that's fucking crazy. Um, that's the money shot right there. That's the there. money shot. Um but yeah, the like falling down the rope and into the cargo and all that shit was <laughs> you <laughs> he just drops like hundreds of feet in the air the cargo, onto the, the cargo. The cargo one I remember like flinching in theaters cuz I was like, "Oh shit." Like it's <laughs> yeah. yeah. I I feel like there was yeah, that was a moment. It's like even with all the wires and protection in the world, that's got to be fucking terrifying. Yeah. Well, that's this is the only way he can get off. So, I don't I don't know. <laughs> Climbing the rope of gym class, man. It's <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, just ex- elevated version of that. It's got to be in the air. Um, oh, the uh, yeah, I, it's it's really fucking fun. Yeah, I um, would say if you have a 4K TV and a Blu-ray, 4K Blu-ray player, fucking buy that shit. It's already like on sale. Yeah, it's it's reference quality for sure. Yeah. I mean, I I. I I, to sum up my thoughts on it, I'd probably say big movie, big screen, loved it. Uh, to quote Tom Cruise, um, I, would, I I googled what he said during his video where he, when he went to go see Tenant. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Tom Cruise made a Facebook or Instagram video. I'll send you a link uh, of him like going to an IMAX during the pandemic to see Tenant, and he's like, big mo- big screen, big movie. Loved it. <laughs> it's so fucking weird. He's like, they can't recognize me when I have the mask. Please, <laughs> please go to see movies. Yeah. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, I give this like a uh, three and a half out of five, I think, overall. Which feels... Yeah, that's that's a fair... Which I feel confident yeah. about that choice. Yeah, that's a solid... Yeah. yeah. It's better than It's like a part. nice... Oh, for sure. No questions asked. I don't know if it'll be better than the Suicide Squad, though. That's a very good point. Some of those little extra shots in like the HBO Max kind of Warner Brothers teaser thing. There's that one video where it's like you get a few. They're sh- making a fucking show too, dude. Oh, the Peacemaker show, right? <sighs> fucking a, dude. Anyway, yeah. <clears throat> HBO Max, dude. Wonder Woman eighty four. Let's yeah, let's just dive right into Wonder Woman eighty four. I mean, I don't know. It's fine. Okay. Which would you think? It's not good. Yeah, I don't remember. That it. being said, I love it. Really? Uh, I thought it was so stupid. It was. So, I was like, how did they let this get made? <laughs> how did they let? And Zack Snyder didn't write it. Yeah, it, but it's like opposite of Snyder instincts. Like it's 
I mean, I watched it day after Christmas, I think. Like, I watched it, like, right after it, like, dropped, I think. Yeah, a day or two, I think. So it's yeah. been almost a month, but I'm like, I don't want to, like, I don't want to rewatch, I don't want to rewatch this. Like, it was one, it's so long, and it's really crazy. It is, it's way too long. And, I mean, like, I couldn't really, uh, near the end, I was like, I don't really know what the fuck is happening. Like, I probably should, like, watch <laughs> it again to, like, try and understand, but I, it got to a point where it was just... You have like five days, by the way. It ends at like the twenty fourth, I think. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, there was things I liked, but overall, I was just kind of like, I just was shocked at how like I'm like this is the sequel. Like, what the fuck happened? Yeah, um, it is very different from the first in like a lot of ways. Leagues different. Yeah. Like, this is um, borderline the sequel first... doctor. <laughs> like, it really kind of is. Oh, it, maybe yeah. we're gonna have like I don't yeah. know some crystals like kryptonite. You're talking about a magic wishing stone where Pedro Pascal is that Donald Trump is gonna go and wish himself to have more wishes, and then everyone's gonna use infinite wishes, and then the world is gonna get blown up because it's gonna be in 1984. <laughs> and also, not only that, Kristen Wiig is gonna show up as a sexy man cheetah. Oh my god. <laughs> um. Yeah, dude. Um. The first two sequences were great. The first sequence, I was like, okay. I was, I, I well, I knew exactly what this was gonna be as soon as the first lady lassoed herself Spider-Man style onto like the next pillar. I was like, this looks fucking ridiculous. It, I was like, I knew exactly what this was gonna be as soon as that happened. Yeah, the, uh, I feel like I didn't have as much fun with it as I usually would. Now that you're saying that, I'm like jealous. Where I'm just like, man, I didn't have that much fun with this. Like, oh, I was fucking so. I was so. Did into I have it. more fun with um, Tenant? <laughs> the way I'm talking, I talked about. I mean, overall, I would say yes. No, because I'm only talking like the first two sequences were like worth the price of admission, and then the rest of it's a train wreck. Yeah, I loved the um, mall. The mall sequence was like the right. Le- yeah, if they were able to keep that tone properly throughout the whole thing Mm would have been great Mm -hmm. but instead it was like hey Mm -mm. do you guys want all this ice cream it's like okay yeah it's like okay well i'm gonna give you a lot of ice cream it's like oh awesome like it's gonna be too much ice cream for you i'll be like okay all right well now i'm a little bit hesitant (laughs) also it's like a weird flavor i'm like wait what what do you mean a weird flavor it's like a yeah it's cotton candy it's like cotton candy (laughs) I wouldn't say it's cotton candy. It'd be like a like a tapioca ice cream or something. Like, well, I don't know. It's actually it's not bad. I guess I'll have it. Two and a half hours worth of ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. It's it's way too fucking long. And I and they said that you had they tried to get her to cut one of the two first sequences. Sure, and yeah. I was like, no, yeah. no. Those are the two good ones. Yeah. Like. <laughs> I mean, the pro- the problem um, with the first one was that it doesn't really tie. It's too long. It's really long, and it doesn't tie into anything. Like, no, the only thing is like, oh, you can't cheat. What? And that's so. That's okay. So, <laughs> this movie is told in a more mythic parable style, which is the thing I liked. However, yes. I don't think it uh is a good example of that overall. I like that that's what it was going for because this is movie this movie's more about like broad strokes. Um where it's more just like I mean it's effectively just like be careful what you wish for. <laughs> and I was like yes, was it like, is. Fuck you movie, I know. Uh, like, but uh you might get it. Uh yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know. I, I I didn't really care for the opening scene. It was like cool seeing all like the stunt women like doing fucking cool shit. Like that ruled. Uh, That's what I mean. I was like, they're just whipping things though. Like I was like, why? Last, what's up with all the whips? The lasso and, of truth like, in the one fight sequence in after No Man's Land in the first movie looks so fucking cool. Yes. And in this movie, it looks like shit in every shot it's in. To the point where Kelly and I were talking about it, because Kelly and I watched Wonder Woman. She does not care for Gal Gadot and did not want to watch it, but <laughs> she like she didn't really like it because it, I mean it's all like empty platitudes and stuff like that. Like it's just it it's yeah it's nothing. But um, uh, Cooper Cooper agrees. Um, let's see if Cooper wants his monster. Coopy, do you want your monster? He's got a fucking gouge in his neck. I like to make him run like this. <laughs> Koopy, let's see. One, two, three. Didn't even try and catch it, but we'll see how that goes. Anyway, I forget what we were saying. Um, you can tell. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's not great. Um, no, the, I thought I think the lasso was practical. It was like an LED strip, and I think they probably didn't do that in this one. Right. Yeah. No, it just looked like it was always CG, and it, you're right. It was all like Spider-Man physics, and I was like, oh fuck, I don't, I don't know. Like, dude. Well, also, it wasn't even Spider-Man physics. The physics were fucking terrible. I was like, why is why does nothing have any weight it, in this? Right. It, the 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 lasso was borderline Doctor Strange's cape, kind of like it just kind of it almost had like a like yeah. I'm realizing now, but like. In a way that's not set up or like fun. <laughs> like, no, well, yeah, and uh, she just gets a lot of powers that she ends up not even having later on in Snyder's movies. And I'm like, I, do, are they just ignoring them now? I'm sure they are, but uh, yeah, it's just I'm like putting that aside, which isn't even a, like the movie's worst problems. But like, I was like, what the f-? like? It it just felt like such a dip in quality. In I don't know looks in. I think all the best shots are probably in the trailer. Yeah, the costume felt cheaper. Yeah, she does um, look like she like fits in it, and I I don't I don't well, want I it to be two guys I, like criticizing. <laughs> no, no. Well, I mean, there were there were shots where it was like bending, and I'm like, it just looked cheap. It looked like it was yeah. like not. So I'm wondering if, like, they just didn't polish things like they normally do with these movies. Because, like, I know they're wearing softer suits. They're not. She's not wearing a metal suit, yeah. obviously. But, like, uh, I don't know if they just, like, didn't take the time to polish they, this as much as they would have. more time. But, like, it, it's it's just weird. Like, I don't know. There's. But the, did they take the time to do it? Or did they just, like, right. sit on it? Yeah. I, I, they might have just sat on it. But, like, I, they, I really felt like they were pushing this to be, like, one of their big movies. Like, they were like, this was... Oh, yeah. It's fucking Wonder yeah, Woman, we, dude. That's the... She's the fucking... Holding the torch for DC right now. Is it Aquaman that now is? Is Aquaman the gold? I, it's either Aquaman or Shazam, dude. That... You know what? I... Or it could... You know what? I, okay. The gold, the current DCEU is, it is unclear who is the fucking, who's carrying the torch. It's not Henry Cavill. It was Wonder Woman, but I think after this, not anymore. Out of nowhere, Aquaman came. I'd say Aquaman and Shazam were pretty close. Mm-hmm. But then the Suicide Squad and Harley Quinn. 
Yeah. Harley Quinn did. I mean, Birds of Prey was pretty good. Birds of Prey was really great. I, it's solid. Yeah, it's it's Shazam-ish levels. Like, who's gonna end up being the? I'm fine with I'm fine with DC making like hundred and lower million dollar movies. Yeah, like, no, they should. It's fucking Joker was like fifty, right? Oh, oh, I forgot the Joker. Of course, is uh, already a platinum, but a winner doesn't really count. Like, well, it's cinema, you know. It's, you know it's, <laughs> It already went home from the race. Apparently, everyone's saying that that 4K Blu-ray is one of the best ones to get. So I'm like, I'm like, do I get it? I kind of don't like the I movie. I, <laughs> I forgot Joker existed, kind of. I kind of did too, honestly. Yeah. But I'm fine. Uh, the uh, uh, anyway, but like the uh, things I liked, Chris Pine is great. Uh, usually is. Um, well, a couple pine nuts a couple over pine here. Nuts, uh, you know, weird that she banged him but didn't bang him. So, can we talk about that? That was probably one of my biggest issues with the movie. Is It's not the fact that that's problematic, because it is, but we don't even need to talk about that. It's the fact that they established that fucking dumbass rule and then just, like, ignore every other rule. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah. why <laughs> do why not just have him materialize out of nowhere? Like, why not? You just built a... it Like literally materialized a wall in Jerusalem or Egypt out of nowhere. Like, why can't we just reanimate Chris Pine's corpse? Like, I know he got blown up, but like, come on. (laughs) Yeah. It's a magic wishing stone. It didn't have to take over a a, a man. It didn't have to do that. It didn't have to take over fucking like, it didn't have to, it's, you didn't have to have that problem. Yeah. And for that guy to not even be like, you could like they could have like if that was like another boyfriend of hers in like the comics or something they could have they could have done something with that but instead it's just kind of like icky like you know it's just it's just like why (laughs) like why do we need to do this like you're literally later having things materialize out of not thin air and Uh pedro pascal is a wishing stone so why is this like have to be uber explained to me (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like you know yeah. like it it the whole movie just felt like a first draft yeah and they didn't rewrite it yeah at it, all because Kristen wig loved her in it mm-hmm. did not need to be in it should not have been in it they wasted her a hundred percent and it's unclear where it's like wait that's supposed to be wonder woman's nemesis but she i guess renounced mm-hmm. her wish so now she's how is she going to turn into a man cheetah a second time S- Honestly, though, that could be interesting. Maybe she the whole seek the whole third one is her trying to do that, and she fucks it up, and it's even worse. She's an even. Sure. Also, it looked like cats. It looked like it cats. looked better than cats. Um, Come on, it looked a little Come better on. than cats. The face looked better. The face, the looked, face better. looked better. It looked like makeup. The face looked better because they did the interesting lines on the face, and there weren't. Uh, I think some of the other features were a little bit more extreme, but come on. It looked better than Cats. That fight was... That was the main reason why I wanted to fucking see this thing, was to see Kristen Wiig as a man-cheetah fight Wonder Woman, because I was like... Disappointing, right? Yeah. Even with all the other magic wishing stuff, like, there could have been... It could have been crazy. I don't think... You know what? For a movie about everyone making wishes on Pedro Pascal because he asks them to wish for things all the time... 
not that fun. Like people aren't wishing for like fun stuff. It's kind of sad. Like yeah, it's it's kind of dark. Well, because it's also made in like the current political climate. So obviously they're assuming. Not only that, people were mostly just wishing. Like this movie also assumes that everybody was wishing for selfish things. Like not that many people yes. wished for selfless things or things to get better, like world peace or what. Everyone yeah, was just... all the nukes to be gone. <laughs> exactly. Like like yeah, Chris. Chris I probably would have wished for that. Chris Reeve would have wished wished for it. Uh, Half in the bag literally cuts to a clip of Christopher Reeve throwing all the nukes, I think. It, or some, one of the reviewers. It was I half in the bag. I, I remember that now. Yeah. Um, I just watched their uh, their review on The Blob from the 80s today. Oh, yeah. Ever, With Kevin Dillon? Yeah. yeah. Was, oh, yeah. Have you seen that? Yeah. Oh, not the review, but I've seen The Blob. Oh, fucking rules. I watched it a couple years ago. And after watching the... It's, like, super gory. It's awesome. Yeah. They point out, they're like, yeah, it kills a kid. This movie kills a kid in a brutal way. Spoiler alert. And... Yeah. I was like, oh, right, it does. And I remember watching that. I watched it, like, on my laptop. And, like, li- I think I, like, had, like, a out loud reaction. I was like, holy shit. Like, <laughs> that was, like, probably had to have been, like, a reaction to The Thing, right? They made that because The Thing was super big. No idea. It was in that, like, era where it's, I mean, they've listed all of them off. Where it's, like, The Fly, Body Snatchers, The Thing, um, The Blob. Yeah. Um, there's, like, a couple more where it's, like like super gory remakes of B movies, which is awesome. Well, yeah. And they, in the Um, review, they also talk about how it's like in the eighties, they were remaking old, like B movies that couldn't quite match their good premise. And that's a problem now where Mm -hmm. it's always just like, well, I always said like, there's movies that I kind of catalog in my brain where I'm like, great for a remake down the line. Cause this is, Mm -hmm. I'm just gonna say Hancock. I've always said Hancock is like alcoholic Superman there's a better version of this. This movie gets goes weird <laughs> near the end. Well, it also came out before it it came out before everything and it really should have came out after everything. And now to do like dark alcoholic Superman is like it's a little bit just like, well we can we just get regu- can we just get Superman? <laughs> give me a Brendan Frazian Superman. Like give me a big boy <laughs> big dumb boy scout. Um yeah but anyway you could do that especially what they've done with thor like now that they've shown that you can do that yeah and you can kind of make superman a little bit of a punching bag like yeah comedically yeah what wonder i was hoping wonder woman would have been a little bit more like fun but instead, well they flipped the script yeah but instead they she, made chris pine the he's kind of goofy he's a fish out of water but instead yeah. she's just like no i don't have a tv and it's like hey fucking cool it <laughs> but i but i have a full security system in my uh, apartment it's like oh don't you watch um, tv no i don't have a tv i was just like okay no i'm too awesome for that I was like, um, it was in a tone where it's like you're also like a museum curator where i'm just like uh all right all right <laughs> um yeah i there were some bizarre choices made in this movie um I, yeah. I really liked Pedro Pascal's performance. I thought he was really bringing it and really trying, at least. Oh, no, he's great. I, he's, um, he's, he was good he's in... He's having a great month. Yeah. <laughs> he was good in Kingsman, too. Like, he's he's good in most things. Like, Yeah, that's true. Um, he's probably part and, of the reason we didn't realize Game of Thrones was becoming what it was. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, well, season four also was just fucking incredible. Yeah. That was... That was the peak yeah. of the show, for sure. But he, he um, maybe elevates that season a little bit here and there. Oh, for sure. Yeah, he's good. Um, Especially because, like, every scene, there's just a million naked people in it. So it's like, you gotta have someone to draw the attention. Like, yeah. 
Someone that handsome. It's true. Someone that handsome, yeah. Yeah. It's like, uh, and then yeah. John Favreau says, yeah, you know, you, yeah, I got to put a mask on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just wait. Wait, do I like... Let's cover up that mug. Let's cover up that mug. Uh, you were going to do Favreau, like, try, sheepishly trying to convince him. Put a mask. Put a mask. <laughs> do it like Jay Leno. Like Jay Leno. Yeah. <laughs> put a mask. Yeah. Uh... Fucking um, uh, I I liked the idea of him being this. Ma- I like that the DC universe is trying to bring in magic because that's a big part of DC yeah. that they haven't done. Because it's also a weakness for Superman. So I'm like, mm, maybe bring that down the line. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Um, Mister Mitzapitalik, maybe I don't know. Um, who the if fuck you're gonna bring him in? He cast like Mel Brooks to do the voice or something like that. Like I, like. <laughs> It has to be someone like and old and imbo captain. Or to, you know what? No, no, uh, no. It's Martin Short. Excuse me. Martin Short is like oh yeah. He's the only person who could probably like do a live action Mr. Myth. It pull it off, yeah, with any sort of seriousness too. I think yeah. Um, because uh, Dana Carvey, I don't think could pull it off. Oh, I would want to fucking he see would, that he, though. I would love to see it, but I, if we're talking like current DC, trying to do it. Yeah, Marvel would like put in like Dana Carvey or something like that, but and they they would make yeah. it work too. Which but, um, we don't have to get into it right now. I watched the first Wandavision, and there was a couple people who popped up in it where I was just like, "Holy shit, fucking Kitty from that '70s show!" Are you kidding me? Yeah. But anyway, yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll table that though for a, a future future app because I gotta we'll wait until there's like three out. I don't know. I, I, I th- apparently the third one is a good stopping point that they like pre-screened for critics. I think interesting. So no, there's gonna be some reveals because I was surprised that first mm-hmm. episode had the tease of like a reveal. And I was like, oh okay. Uh, the second episode doesn't have one either. So oh, okay, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, so um, Wonder Woman, fucking. So Wonder Woman, there was one part that kind of really threw me off, and it's when she's talking about the truth at the end when Bruce Almighty's happening and. Uh, they start playing the Batman theme song from Batman v Superman. What? It's like the opening sequence in Batman v Superman's music. I never would have fucking caught that. What? What? Like what? And it's when Wonder Woman is like, it's the truth, and she's like on the on her side because she's like getting beat up, and I think you it's right before she re- you realize that she's got the lasso of truth on him or something. I don't remember. I just know that the music from Batman v Superman was in it, and I'm like, why the fuck is this in there? It's like temp music. Hans Zimmer doesn't care. He doesn't. <laughs> it's like it's the piano where it's like dun 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 dun. That's so weird. Dun. That's so weird. I I don't know. It's it's like when young Bruce Wayne his parents get shot and stuff. It's like that part. Oh, I kind of dun, 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 dun. Oh, and then later I guess it's when it's the boom 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 boom. That's that's like the fully realized Batman score uh, but okay. like the lighter like piano version in the opening credits of batman v superman I, I is in about. the end of i'm like what it was just weird i'm like obviously hans Zimmer did it but like it's just like a weird fucking that well, like, i mean that whole <laughs> it's ending like was weird too because it's just like why like, yeah it, it's again it's like the truth is stronger than like what you wish for it was like felt very stretch like <laughs> 
it, they were just talking about things that everyone's been talking about for the last four years. Yeah. Like, like they, it, it's just like they're throwing all the frustrations of the last four years into this movie, and I get it, because I was like, I, I know what you're trying to do. Yeah. Um, but it's just, there's literally just been too much that's happened in the last four years the to, last, like, like four throw days. it all into... Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not... <laughs> it's a little bit just like, we're... we're yeah. I don't know. But yes. If anything... No, you're right. <laughs> but, like, I, it should have been, like, one thing. It should have been focused on, like, one thing, and it wasn't focused on one this, thing. And... It just becomes to the point where it's, like, I couldn't understand the stakes after a certain point. Like, and that was, like, once yeah. he started making deals, and there's not enough action. Like, there's, like... Yeah, it's like the it like mall, none, and then they the Egypt chase, which was goofy but like enjoyable. I was like, oh okay, that's kind of fun. And she's sort of going through a Spider Man too, but it's also like Wonder Woman's powers are not well defined at all. Um, I also I think half in the bag was right. I think they like re rejiggered the ending because I think she was supposed to renounce her wish like in the fight. Uh, with they Cheetah. talk about that, and then they release like another video, <laughs> but like, because it otherwise it doesn't make sense. No, but I, but but no, but I think they're right. I think like they tried to do it for the fight, and then they were like, mm, let's just change it to her saying it and have like the CGI scar heal itself. Like, but well, then that that sucks because then the scene where she runs away after announcing the wish, and we don't see Chris Pine. Like, he kind of fades around, like, that building, then she runs away and gets faster, and then, like, is... That was... I was gonna say, that's probably the best scene in the movie. I under... I, I agree. Uh, I also think he, huh. he... It's, like, really bad Chris Pine ADR, where he's like, This song's about friendship, I'll always love you, Diana. Um, it just sounds like Wet Hot a little bit. Um, <laughs> re-listen to that. It's just... I don't know. Um, I mean... That scene probably was entirely reshot, is what I'm saying. Interesting. And then the ending, where she's just getting the because like then what's the like narrative purpose of the suit? Oh, it had none. Like it was fucking stupid. Exactly. Because so I mean I, I could take that at face value though too because it's like clearly just marketing and toys. Yeah. It was for all the posters too, where it's like oh cool she's in like a kingdom come like suit that's cool. Because then it was also, like, then they, like, at the end explain, like, Linda Carter shows up, and I was confused. I had to Google who that was because I, like, mi- because this was, like, on TV. I, like, wasn't sucked in at any point and was, like, yeah, distracted so she, a bunch. But, like, she yeah. she was the goddess who, like, wore the armor and, like, defended the island. But yes. you know what? I'm not going to lie. DC's recent movies have had a formula where the post credit scene is villains teaming up with other villains to... Uh, wish vengeance upon uh, the hero, and I so badly wanted that for this, especially with Kristen Wiig, who was not in it enough and could have probably been in it more, but it was just like, I would have loved to see Kristen Wiig meet up with I don't don't know, like you could do Lex Luthor Sr. and then you can introduce him (laughs) that way. I don't yeah, you could do that. You could do fucking um, Black Adam. You could bring in, I don't know, like you've been teasing Dwayne for so long. No, 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 Just no Fucking no. throw him in. No, 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 no. Dwayne has been tweet been teasing Dwayne for this long. Like, oh fuck, The Rock. Oh boy, I wish The Rock had a new movie. I saw the I saw Rampage is on HBO Max, and you know I'm gonna throw that on at some point soon. 
Oh yeah, dude. A movie that's old. there's a ton of shit that they just put on. I'm like, oh, I saw like yeah. Ready Player One's on there. I'm like, that'll be background noise one of these days, baby. Mm-hmm. Rampage for sure. Which I forget if you've seen. Almost, almost a real movie. I, yeah, no, I yeah, you know, I like, watched. I think I watched that on a plane. It's a good plane. Movie. Um, it is. It is a most Dwayne the Rock Johnson film. Oh, that was the um, only way I, I. That was the only way I was gonna watch Skyscraper, <laughs> and I did. <laughs> <laughs> oh man and i did and i couldn't um, tell you anything about it uh, i've been watching a lot of batman the animated series oh um, i watched a few i watched like the first two i think it's very good mark hamill also uh gail was like came in and watched it and we had just watched yellow submarine uh on new year's and she's like he sounds like a blue meanie and I was like, I guarantee you he based this off of Blue Meanies. And I Googled it. And he's like a huge Beatle fan and based it off the Blue Meanies. I was like, good catch, Gail. <laughs> <laughs> and Gail from downtown. That's, that's, well, that's good. I was like, that's a fucking, that's a good fucking that's catch. That's a good catch. Um, huh. That's fucking good. But yeah. The, um, yeah. Uh, I've been in between like shows and stuff. We're, we're, we're trying to find new shows, but... I'm trying to think. I know there's another movie because Wonder Woman. I'm like, I don't know. Was it? I guess it was better than Suicide Squad, but it's actually <laughs> it's not that much. Oh, it's boy. not much. I would. Oh boy. Hmm. Oh, this is what I was gonna say. This could be another better. This could be another part of the uh, fucking better than. Yeah, the scale. I don't know. But this is like this is really close to Suicide Squad. Actually, now that I'm now that I'm saying it, I'm like. I don't actually know. It's just amazing about, like, how much of a dip in quality it was with, like, j- basically the same creative team behind it. I mean, yeah. the writing was different, but... Yeah. So I guess that's probably it, was the writing. Because Jeff Johns wrote it, and there's apparently a lot of shit with him that's been going on. Yeah. There's a lot of DC drama. There, there's so much to the point where I texted you the other day about how Justice League is now no longer a miniseries. It's a four-hour movie to the point where I'm just like... I'm at a point where I'm just like, just shut the fuck up and put this out. Like at, at this point, like I, I don't care the rate. Like I do care about the Ray I don't Fisher think... stuff, but it's also just like in his whole, in his his post, he's talking about it's like the the just the 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 2017 Justice League investigation, and I'm just like, this movie is like, this movie is fucking cr- like this is this thing is something that got out of everyone's hands like yes yeah. oh yeah absolutely it got out of the studio's hand it got out of everyone's yeah. like ruined it's uh, ruined lives at this point like, it's ruined careers for sure and um, lives fucking ben affleck was drunk ray fisher that's true I that's true don't know what else ray F- i can't name another ray fisher he movie. must have well that was his big break his big break was BV- bvs um yeah his one and, scene in bvs where he was on it Table, well, like that was yeah he screamed yeah. horrible horrible things uh yeah no i it must have been really fucking bad if you feel because yeah. he knows he knows what he's doing yeah. like he knows he has to know what he's doing yeah, and that that's to the point where i'm just like i i he's never outright said any offenses but it's at the point now where it's just like whatever this is bad like yeah but, probably some racist shit yeah. um yeah. well uh it's it's <laughs> I don't know if necessarily the Snyder cut. I think these are like kind of two separate things. I've been kind of saying I'm like I just think they're not as worried about the Snyder cut being a thing anymore. 
just because of how they've changed their strategy. Yeah. So I think that's why they're just kind of letting him release a four-hour movie. Because uh, at this point, it's just like, fucking fine. Who cares? He, he who probably cares? calls him like, every day, and he's like, okay, so... And they're just like... <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, whatever, Zach, whatever. Sure. And there's uh-huh. <laughs> Sounds great, dude. We're just doing other stuff. Okay, okay, yeah. Oh, it's... I shot more scenes with Jared yesterday. Oh, it's Dark Side Sun. Oh, <laughs> like... Okay, can't wait to see it, bud. Bye. He's like, yeah, well... Here's $70 million. Yeah, well, you guys should really sign on to Vero because... Click. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah, he's still trying to push that. Um, But anyway, um, I don't know. This, it was... Fine. I, I I wanted to like it more, but now that it's almost been a month, I'm just like, I don't, did I? I don't think I liked any of that it's actually. Just, no, and like the mall scene. Yeah, right. The mall scene should have just been. Apparently, they were using Superman three as the inspiration. So what? Interesting. What? Why? But, <laughs> okay. I don't know. Um, but the fucking mall scene felt like it was ripped right out of Superman 3, so yeah. down to the fucking terrible acting from the extras. Um, if it was more Superman 3 inspired, I want to see a, a needlessly horrifying transformation of Kristen Wiig. Yes. And she says, yes. I want to be an, an, an apex predator and like maybe not realize that she's wishing for it like fully. Like mm-hmm. maybe she kind of gets tricked and then she just like rips it like, like a Van Helsing like transformation where she rips off her skin. Yeah. I was gonna say either that or you can go really scary and go like American Werewolf in London. Yeah, um, <laughs> fucking bring in Rick Baker for a week, just fucking go crazy. Oh fuck! Just for the transformation, you can go to CGI once it's all done. Yeah. I don't give a shit. Yeah, just shit. make they it terrifying for the yeah, don't give a shit. It's all no one gives a shit. <laughs> oh man. Um. Anyway, what? Uh, yeah, I. It's just sad. It's disappointing. Yeah, it's a bummer, but I. I wanted to like also, it more. Though, more. It's, I'd say it's worth a watch because it's at least just kind of like, wait, what? Like, don't go see it in theaters. Yeah, you put it on. Like, don't risk your back. Don't risk your life to oh, see. Oh God, this. no! Same thing with Tenet. Don't risk your life to see any of these fucking movies from New Mutants. No, yeah, I was yes. <laughs> I was gonna say that. I was like, this Tenet is great, but do not risk your life to Which see was it. Part of the reason why I enjoyed it a lot more because I think, I I do think it suffered a little bit more critically because. Yes. Every review mentioned that. Like, mm-hmm. and it's a thing where it's they're like, "Are you really gonna risk your life to see this?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's kind of the that's kind of the the what I was trying to remove from as much as possible watching. Yeah. But anyway, Soul also came out, and Soul's very good. I I don't I feel like I need so to good. watch that again. I'm like blanking on a lot of it actually. Now I think about it, but it's it's very good, but it's not perfect. But no, yeah, it's fine. It's also just like I don't know if kids are gonna like it at all. Like, yeah, it's like Inside Out, like that, where I'm just like, it's oh, is this for kids? Because <laughs> like, I feel like it's for me. Yeah, like <laughs> I always like Inside Out. I remember hearing mostly adults cry when I saw that in theaters. Yeah, uh, yeah. and it's also a movie that feels like it's just like, hey, it's okay to cry. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> but what happened to Bing Bong? And they're like, Bing Bong's gone. And I'm like, what do you what do you mean Bing Bong's gone? They're just like. He's not coming back. And I'm like, well, but, but, but he's my friend. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's, um, it's really good. It's really good. The, the, I, I'd say the, the, the highs outweigh some of the narrative lows of, of soul. And there's, there's some other, uh, 
things that I feel like I can't speak to as much for Soul, where I'm just like, uh, some of the representation is mm. probably not something that you and I can navigate. But I've I've seen a lot of criticism about that, which is which is interesting. But it's it's worth. Oh, interesting. Yeah. It's well, I've seen yeah. criticism and just you know, I've I've seen a lot like kind of written about it because there's 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 interest there's there's a lot there. Um, but, yeah. uh but uh, yeah, Soul's really good as well. I would watch it because it's also just fucking beautifully animated. There are some crazy animation sequences, but but yeah, that was really good. One movie, Sean, I just wanted to touch on real quick because I know you and I both watched it. Uh, I went on a mini Raimi kick, uh, mm. and I put on Dark Man a couple nights ago. Uh, like Kelly was working, I had to do stuff, and I've been wanting to rewatch that. I throw on Dark Man. I don't know why. I like Dark Man. Uh, <laughs> And we both, like, I hadn't seen it in a while. I was like, oh, it's great. And Kelly got, like, sucked in. And I was like, oh, hell yeah. Because uh, it's, like, 90s. It's, like, practical. She, it's, uh, it's, it, it, she, Kelly likes to describe it. It's, like, everything's kind of got, like, a dust on it. Like, a 90s dust. Um, uh, and I was like, oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, we watched that. And then I watched, like, the first two minutes of The Quick and the Dead while I was, like, cooking the other night. And, like, my Kindle... Sometimes the speakers just, I kind of have to like restart if the speakers aren't working properly. Um, so I watched like two minutes of it, then it wasn't working properly. So I turned it off. And then like two days later, Kelly was like, Oh, you're watching some Sharon Stone, uh, Gene Hackman movie? So we watched The Quick and the Dead, which I'd never seen. Uh, you know, I'm watching some Sam Raimi movie. That was, that was, <laughs> I watched for the Raimi. Kelly was all about the Sharon Stone. Um, I mean, who isn't all about the Sharon Stone, uh, though? Let's be real. I, I feel like I don't know enough Sharon Stone movies, but now I'm just like, why have I not? I need to uh, remedy this. <laughs> uh, She's great. Um, yeah. Fucking, uh, it's Russell Crowe's first American movie. Which I was blown away by. The IMDb yeah. trivia for that, I don't think I finished, but it was like everything, single thing. I was like, wait, what? I know, right? It's like such an under-the-radar movie, too. It's good. It's a good movie. It's awesome. Yeah, I was surprised. I feel like I've heard it's not great, and for that's why I never got around to it. Because I didn't. He has like three movies after this that I've never seen, but they all, from just their plot descriptions, sound like more conventional dramas. And I'm like, I don't think I'm interested in a conventional Sam Raimi movie. And I'm like, uh, mm. like a or like a late mm. '90s like romantic drama directed by Sam Raimi does not sound like the Sam Raimi I want to see. But. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Him directing the multiverse of madness. Yeah, 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 yeah. Western gunfighting tournament. Yeah, yeah, yeah. An excuse to have every character comes in and they're just like, "Yeah, I killed a lot of people," and this is my gimmick explaining how many people I've killed. <laughs> I'm like, okay. And then one guy's like, "Yeah, this is all the people who tried to kill me. I don't think I can get killed by a gun." <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. Oh fuck, Gene Hackman. You got Leo. You got Russell. You got Sharon. You got uh, oh fuck, damn it. Bruce Campbell is not in this one. This is like one of the few he's not in. But his scene was cut. Uh, yes. Oh fuck, I am. I hate that I'm blanking on his name. Uh, no, keep saying who else. Is oh, in it. Tobin Bell. Tob- you got Tobin Bell. Bell. You don't have Tim Blake Nelson, but. I was convinced it was Tim Blake Nelson until I straight up like read the cast list multiple times and was just like, wait, what? I am not going to remember his name. I think you have the old man from Home Alone. Uh, yes, you do. I'm surprised by. Uh, you got 
Lance Henriksen. You got him in there. Uh, you got Tobin Bell. Fucking, it's Commissioner Gordon, but I can't remember his the actor's name. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that fucking idiot. There's a new villain in town. Rewatching Batman Returns. Also, <laughs> he's only an idiot because of the movie of the Batman movies. I'm sure he's a, a great. Oh guy. no, he seems like a great guy. But even in Batman it's Returns, just is just... he's like, oh no, we found this evidence in, like <laughs> yeah, embedded it's... in the like. He's just on TV like saying dumb shit. He he knew what this series was gonna become. That's what it was. <laughs> to the point where to the point he where was... he's exclusively on TVs by the last one. <laughs> He doesn't want to be on set anymore. Him Uh, calling Batman on his little steering wheel phone to tell him that there's a new villain in town, I think about maybe once a month. (laughs) It's like Pat... Pat, It's not Paul Hogan. I keep wanting to say his name's Paul Hogan, but whatever. Oh, man. Um, Fuck. I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, Quick and the Dead, very good. And it was a... Because you mentioned you texted me about it uh, not long before, uh, and I was just like, "Oh fuck yeah!" I got on a ra- put, sent me on a Raimi kick, and I was just like, "Hell yeah!" Uh, not Kevin Conway, Pat Hingle. Pat that's who it Hingle. is. Yeah, all right, I knew it had like a oh dude, fucking Gary Sinise. <laughs> okay, <laughs> when when the picture of Gary Sinise appeared. Sean, I turned, I was talking to Kelly, and she's definitely heard, you and I, we talk about this all the time, that to me was the the execution of the Ken Marino as Uncle Ben bit that we talk about all the time. (laughs) Having a picture of Gary Sinise to signify either her dead, at this point I didn't realize if it was her dad or her lover, but like having it be her dead loved one by it's a picture of Gary Sinise was the funniest, because he hasn't shown up yet, and I didn't want him to show up at that point. I thought that was the funniest fucking thing. <laughs> to just have a picture of Gary Sinise. Oh, man. <sighs> also fucking uh, Mark Boone Jr. from uh, Batman Begins. Um, He's like the number one, the number, he's like the corrupt cop that works for... Um, right, he's... um. Yeah, he's he's the. Uh, uh, you don't like falafel. You don't like falafel. <laughs> it's that, that guy. guy. I, I always think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking about. He's in. He's like a big bear. Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, he's in um, a bunch. Of, he's kind of a that guy actor. I, I'd say like he's got a specific mm-hmm. type. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. He has that same hair and beard and everything. Um, <laughs> what they don't like falafel. <laughs> oh fuck. Christopher Nolan actually does kind of do comedic timing pretty well. He he knows how to do a pretty well placed joke. He's, but he is like I think of Christopher Nolan as like the driest man in the world. Like yes, yes, he looks like yeah. an emperor penguin, and he only wears suits. Yeah. And he loves making movies about like humorless people in suits in concrete spaces. Like that's like <laughs> industrial. <laughs> Like, that was another thing I was thinking about in this movie. Like, in Tenet is, like, it's a lot of just concrete, like, cold spaces and, like, men mm-hmm. in suits just kind of, like, yeah, well, we have to get this. Like, just talking fucking business and, like, moving. But Yeah, it's definitely, he, he definitely does favor that kind of industrial aesthetic for sure. Yeah. Um, but, you know. Yeah, that's definitely his thing. Yeah, it works. Meanwhile, I get... Other directors do other stuff. Like, you know, Nolan's not... I don't think... 
I think it's easy to be like a Nolan bro, but I've never been one where I'm like, he's really like elevated. I I don't, I hope, if anybody has proof of the contrary, you know, go ahead. But I've always been like, at the end of the day, he just makes entertaining stuff that like is trying to do a little bit more. And he kind of succeeds at that most of the time. Like he makes movies that are desperately trying to be films. And I think at this point he's making films that are more so movies is weird there's a there's a weird yeah no i i agree to an extent i think i yeah i kind of think i grew out of it a little bit too like i think i think everybody does he's he's he kind of hits that like college film student yes demographic and i think you kind of get over it after a while but like i also enjoy his shit but like yeah inception wasn't really doing it for me when i rewatched it interesting yeah i rewatched it recently and it wasn't as much even though i've been hyping it a lot but i chalked that up to i've seen it a bunch of times that could be it too i mean because at the time when i saw it's it's fucking uh." Um, because it was a it was a interesting premise it's a cool action movie and then it ends on an ambiguous the fact that the the inception basically is just like it ends on an ambiguous note that's not groundbreaking that's just groundbreaking for what it is like that was always my Mm kind of like take where i was just like yeah it has a name it's an action movie with an ambiguous ending like fucking cool (laughs) like yeah it's i mean it's i mean it's introducing modern audiences to like the hitchcockian style of filmmaking i think yeah i would say he's probably the most hitchcockian out of yeah the current directors working yeah and i'm i would say like that's and like you go to see it because he directed it he's and there's not a lot of other people no one else really has that right now there's no certain directors maybe but i think a lot of the tarantino tarantino yeah i think that's it some of the other directors that can go on name brand alone i I, like in this scale i would argue we're probably stuck in or are currently working in some sort of franchise world at this moment like yeah slider and bay michael bay i would say villeneuve uh like there's there's people like that where it's like people with more interesting voices and and visions who can work at the scale like they're not doing as many original things right now no you're right and also villeneuve doesn't put the meat in the seats like nolan does either villeneuve is probably just like i don't understand (laughs) like i don't understand either the dude fucking makes great films every every time fucking time where it's like the fact the fact that prisoners is two and a half hours and it's like very good is like mind-blowing to me but yeah and there's like other fucking there's other filmmakers too but I, i i'm i also this is a whole other conversation, I guess, but I'm now, now I'm thinking about this and I want to ask you, but I think it also might be a streaming problem because some of my favorite filmmakers have recently put out stuff in the last couple of years. I've still not seen Roma and like, um, yeah, what's his name? Uh, Kieran is like, Kieran is one of, he's he maybe my favorite director. Like Villeneuve is, I love Charlie Kaufman. He just had a new Netflix movie. I haven't watched it yet. Like there's, there's people who have been, and like, I can watch these at any time. Like, I just haven't done it yet. Like, but Roma is the one that I keep thinking about where I keep being like, well, no, that's fine. It came out like last year. It was like two and a half years old. So I'm like, it's yeah. 2018. Yeah. dude. Uh, like there's, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it sucks. I think, well, I mean, I might not even watch Snyder's Netflix movie right away. Yeah. Well, you know, like I'm, I don't know. 
I might. Yeah. I might not. Who knows? It's, it's a Netflix. Who cares? <laughs> nothing matters. Yeah. If the the Warner HBO Max stuff is the only thing where I'm maybe gonna be like, well, I want to watch this because it's like Godzilla vs Kong just kind of finally got its release. Are you kidding me? Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. And then they find they released any other clip of it, which is the actual, which was like the screen grab of them punching on an aircraft carrier. Like they released, they've released five shots of this movie, and it was supposed to come out like a year ago. I'm like, I know like, it's give crazy. Me a fucking teaser. Like, I just want to see something from this from this movie that I'm needlessly excited for. <laughs> I'm frustrated that I'm excited to see this movie. Uh, yeah, Guillermo del Toro, I think, is another one. Yes, yeah, but he's someone he dips in and out of like. That's true. He does do the franchise thing every once every in a once while. He kind of plays in that. Like, there's there's not. I don't know that. Hmm. Although Pacific Rim, though, man, didn't get butts. That's true. Nolan, though. So I watched um, a a couple of Patrick H. Willems videos the other day because I go through cycles where I'll watch like it'll be like months where I've like watched one of them, and then I'll like pick like three days and I'll like watch like eight of his video essays because he's great. Mm-hmm. He did a bunch on Francis Ford Coppola to the point where I'm just like, oh my god, it was really interesting because I don't know a ton of. Coppola's like there's a lot of movies where I was like I didn't, I've never even heard of this um, but he was talking about his imperial period uh, which I never which I feel like I've known the concept but never heard of where it's like the imperial period is when you are at the top of your game and zeroed in on the cult- cultural zeitgeist so like Beatlemania um, I would say Nolan's run of uh, like Batman Begins Prestige Dark Knight, Inception, that's probably, like, that run there. Like, artists, filmmakers, any artist, whatever, when they're at, like, their run. I feel like Nolan is about... I feel like Tenet feels like, because of all of gestures wildly, he might be entering a different period after this. Like, I'm I wouldn't be surprised if he goes away from huge huge mega movies like doing a tv maybe or something like or maybe like a memento I would lo- or an insomnia i'm hoping we see people go back to smaller stuff but like i, I would love to see what he like i'm curious what Nolan's gonna do next i guess is, is my point because we're talking about him well yeah because i mean yeah the the whole studio model has become up until re- very recently big spending big profit like 250 million dollars one movie billion dollars at the box office yep. now that's never going to happen that's going to take a very long time for that to happen yeah, again which is realistic which honestly is a good thing <laughs> i agree i would love to see one of these like marriage stories come out in theaters yes i i yeah i hope the hbo max kind of model proves a little bit lucrative after a certain point where it's like people are going to want to go out and theater. a friend of mine texted me he's gonna rent a theater for godzilla vs kong and i was like tell me hell tell yeah me what money to give for that and like yeah uh <laughs> but like mortal Kombat, i'm like no nah, i'll watch that on my tv because that's gonna be yeah um, i don't need to see that in theaters space jam nah i dude those two shots that they have of that and like that one teaser i'm like wait what the fuck like number one it's not 2d animation but also i'm like these are crazy call that's gonna anyway um yeah uh also apparently matrix matrix 4 looks like it's just called matrix where i'm just like just call it the matrix rebooted just do it it's just fucking do it like you cowards i mean yeah it works for this fucking 
story too. Like, why not? Um, but yeah, I, I'm hoping for smaller. Do you want smaller stuff to come back? Wandavision, dude. I'm. Yeah, it's. Yeah, we're. <laughs> do they? Do you think they use the screens for that? To do the sets, uh, or do you think those are real sets? I would say not for. I mean, I've only seen the first episode, so I would say probably not. I, 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 from what the trailers have been, there's like glitchiness that kind of happens. And now mm. this is me speculating based off of nothing. Maybe it would be cool if they had some virtual sets where it's like elements of the, the volume or like, like you could do all fucked in up, camera yeah. kind of trigger that. That might be cool. Like, I don't know. Yeah, that's actually a good yeah. idea. But you know, the volume was uh, used for other other stuff like for sure but um nolan used rear projection for fucking tenet dude what he uses fucking rear projection like the 50s and 40s movies and shit like he there was a shot in the special features of a literally a projection screen behind them in the car projecting like the background onto them what fucking maybe it's like it's like the backward whatever (laughs) like he's using like the old school style of backgrounds to do like car scenes oh is that why john david washington was like moving the wheel really big left to right and just kind of like really big probably yes you know like well he yeah he was also doing the the inverted shit right he couldn't drive right because yeah. Oh well, no one had ever tried because if you press, I is a I, is a left turn or right turn. I was, <laughs> I like the the way that they explain the rules. If he pressed on the brake to go forward and pressed on the gas to brake, like I would have been like sure, like that's how the rules. Like, <laughs> were explained. Well, yeah, because then like when he's driving forward, the the like the smoke behind the wheels is in the different like it's it's like the details like that. It's like crazy. Yeah, it's really confusing. Like even like the puddle when he steps in the puddle i'm like wait what like (laughs) they're like how can we just make this as confusing and trippy as possible yeah but i also it's a movie where i'm like okay no i I trust that i trust it all it's thought out yeah Yeah, it's thought out yeah it's like um primer if you've ever seen primer similar time travel Mm. rules ryan johnson no um it is that's brick yeah and Looper. Primer is like a no-budget sci-fi. I, I think the direct, the filmmaker went on to do Upstream Color, I think was his other movie, which I've never seen. But Primer is like a time travel movie where the time travel rules are similar. Like, you can only go as far back as you, like, stay in the machine. And then... Uh. But it hits a point where storylines and plot lines from timelines that haven't happened yet are like intersecting with like other ones and it's like it all makes sense but like watching the movie i remember i was really frustrated because i was just like this doesn't make any fucking sense (laughs) you know like you have to read like a wikipedia page after and i was like okay i don't i'm not gonna say this is it's good but i was frustrated but yeah Yeah. all right anyway well Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. This was fun. Yeah, man. This was great. We haven't done this in a minute. There's good good content. I'm sure we'll be back after more WandaVision. That's probably the... Yeah, uh, probably. Yeah, we'll figure out another good uh, commentary, I'm sure, at some point. Yeah, maybe we should do like a Godzilla fucking... Godzilla Kong Skull Island 
Godzilla, Scott King versus fuck whatever monsters do all the Godzilla movies. I know you already do them already. Uh, I have watched. Fun fact: I watched all the sh- the 60s, 70s, era, 50s through 70s era, and then okay, it's like the old hokey ones, and then the last one I watched was the Return of a Go- Return of Godzilla or Godzilla '85, uh, mm. which is the start of like the second era of those movies. And I just haven't had a night to like, because I, I had to like watch it on like a stream that was really bad, and now uh, the one that I'm on now I'm like really excited for. So I've like not wa- sat down to watch it yet because it's like like I'm like oh I want to watch this one because it's uh, what it, yeah he fights like a the plant it's like a plant monster and it's like the design of the monster is really oh. cool it's bi- like Biolante I think yeah I'm, I'm excited I because. Now I have an end date for it. now because yeah. that's kind of been ambiguous. I'm like, well, I'm gonna have to time this out. But now I'm like, oh fuck! Now I have an end date, and I have like the Gamera movies coming in like January, mid January or something. So I'm like, oh, I gotta, I gotta, I'm gonna be doing a lot of monster monster watching soon. Hell yeah, uh, dude! Kaiju's for days. Yeah, because apparently this is a thing I'm into. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Like right, like you, like it makes sense, but it's a weird thing for me to finally say. Where I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm into this. I guess it tracks, <laughs> tracks. It's always been there. But oh fuck yeah, dude, uh, that's awesome. Anyway, we'll, we'll we'll figure out something. I feel like I feel like we got to stay in that 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 pocket of uh, like '90s like actiony like sci-fi like movies we watched on FX a bunch. Hey, we got fucking Tango and Cash on the Voodoo yeah. now, and it's on HBO, so people can watch. So. Hell yeah, George, fucking chill. Well, I guess on that note, we should probably end this thing. Let George out. Yeah, I gotta take him out in a little bit. There he is, sleeping. Aw, Cooper. He ate a whole like Christmas themed rawhide thing that my mom gave him. He probably shouldn't have. Aww. Probably shouldn't have ate all that, but he's been eating a lot of Aww. a lot of interesting stuff recently. Yeah. Anyway. We can probably cut that part out. Uh, like, rate, subscribe. Tell us what you thought about Wonder Woman and Tenant. Do you, do you think one was better than the other? Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay. Tenant, probably. Yeah, but who knows? I would love to hear from people who <laughs> thought differently too. I don't know. <laughs> oh boy. Bye, everybody. Bye.